La pendule fait tic-tac, tic-tic. Les oiseaux du lac, pic-pac, pic-pic. Glou-glou-glou font tous les dindons. Et la jolie cloche, ding-ding-dong. Bonjour, rugby friends. I hope you are all well. Christmas just on the road. So we have a very, very busy uh, podcast today. We'll review the, obviously, the COVID Cup. COVID <laughs> Cup. Of donations, um, the the challenge Heineken Challenge Cup and also Champions Cup, top 14 and uh, and today actually for a change because we're close to Christmas. I'm going to speak with a company called Recycling Rugby, which works for um, Serge Betsen Academy, and basically that's really cool. You know, they are a recycling operation. And they recycle rugby balls and they transform them into wallets, kits, travel bags, uh, and so on. And sold sold for the uh, benefit of Serge Betsen Academy, which is a, a humanitarian association working in Cambodia, which help um, kids over there. So all good. How are you, Mike? Yeah. Well, when you said um, it's getting near Christmas, you're going to do something different. I thought you were going to sing then for a minute. So I was getting, I was getting a bit panicky. Never ever. Do you remember? I said, I said to you that if France were would win the games, yes, I would sing. But I'm... yeah, I think Andrew Brace must have heard you. <laughs> but not you. Think, I've just come back from. I've just. I was making lunch, and I cut through my finger with a bread knife uh, through a baguette. So um, just been stitched up. So um, f- failed my HIA, and I'm back on the podcast. So apart oh from no. That, were you thinking about me when you cut that baguette? Yeah, I, I missed my wrist completely. Just went straight down to the finger. Or <laughs> well, was it a case of the pain, du vin, du boursin? You were yes, preparing to be like very French and wear your beret. And oh, say, well, I was it I just haven't got the style. just haven't got that je ne sais quoi. <laughs> yeah, I have French anyway, thanks to me. And... Your 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 brother your son is married to a beautiful French woman I heard in Marseille. So you see, so you got some French connection as well. No, my beautiful daughter is married to a Frenchman. So oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, same thing, same thing. But you were close. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the le crunch, le big oh, crunch. Wow. What a game! What a game! Yes. Yes. Um, I'm going to be quite brief. You know my impression. And then we can dig a bit further. The good was absolutely uh, the the fact that we have so many talented young players at our disposal for the French team. So whenever Team One, Team A is will have some injured players, you know, we can definitely replace them. Yeah. But even so, for Ibanez and Gatier and Shonedwa, they will have some. They will have to ponder very hard now and see, you know, who which uh, team player they can incorporate. At, incorporate into mm-hmm. the first team. Mm-hmm. I mean, players that really, really uh, blew my socks off were Dulce, um, Brice, Brice Dulin, Pesanti, Mofuna. It was a beast on the train. I, I, I mean, the future is bright, looks really, really good. We didn't win that game. We should have won. And this is the 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 bad of that game. Obviously, you know, we'll, you will um, we'll delve a bit further into that topic. The referring was very much an issue. And the ugly for me was, what the hell is going on with the with some English players? <laughs> They're haircuts. <laughs> I mean, you know, they get paid 17 and a half thousand pounds per game. 
any other likes of, you know, some of them like Marler, like Hill, they look like extras from uh, Hillbillies, you know, from a horror <laughs> film. So I don't know, maybe they are looking at another career you know, when, they, when they finish rugby. But uh, yeah, I know some very good hairdressers, you know, so they, I will uh, send them a few, a few details. Well, you know, the, the teams have so many um, backroom staff now. Maybe they ought to have a team hairdresser, you know, maybe that's the answer. Maybe Eddie Jones can, uh, can put a trawl out for that. <laughs> so anyway, your thoughts regarding that game from... Uh, but the good first. Oh, it was incredible. I mean, you know, well, you know, my prediction was blown out of the water. Shows I know about rugby. I thought England would win by thirty, but I mean, France were just absolutely incredible. And and you, I kept waiting for them to to fade, and they didn't. You know, but for me, it wasn't the lovely offloads. It was a couple of minutes before half time. France pounded the England line. I think there were about 20 phases and the French defence held out. And that was Sean Edwards' template to a T. And, you know, you can see now whichever France side comes out, whether it's the first team, second team, third team, they're playing to a pattern, they're playing to a system. Everybody knows what they should be doing. And that's really what's been missing from French rugby for, for a long, long time. And it was always said, if France get their game together... You know, they're going to be a world threat. Well, if that's France's third side, you know, as you say, blows your socks off. But, you know, the refereeing, you're looking at the at the bad side and, you know, you, you don't want to slag off referees. But when you're making decisions that actually affect the outcome of the game, it, I think referees have to stand up and be taken into account. I mean, on Sunday... Two decisions resulted in England scores directly. So, you know, I think referees have to be up for criticism. It's their job. If I do my job, if I write a crap article, I expect people to to tell me. And referees do make mistakes, but I think the great ones make mistakes that don't affect the game. Nigel Owens, you know, my my mate, in the World Cup final missed a forward pass, which resulted in the New Zealand try, but it didn't affect the course of the game. Now, the sad thing was Andrew Brace's two decisions actually resulted in a try for England in the 79th minute and the penalty from a supposed knock-on, which which the camera shows uh, McAlew didn't touch the ball at all. And, and maybe, you know, he's taking too much of the blame. Surely the TMO... Or the assistant referees can see this. I think. I think the whole uh, the, the whole team really um, didn't perform very well, and England actually got the brunt of some bad decisions as well. But um, it didn't really seem to affect them on on the scoreboard. But and social yeah. media was on fire as oh, well. You had goodness. the like uh, of you know Michael Liner saying, "But please stop." Refing for the uh, English side only, you know, so there were lots, lots of criticism. Some other commentator decided not to get involved, but it was, it, it was a shame. And at the end of the game, you know, Fabien Gatier was very realistic. He did say, you know, it wasn't the actions of the game of the players, uh, but it was the the decision of the of some official, you know, yeah. that uh, that resulted in France, you know, losing that uh, that that trophy, which would have been a, yeah. they, they they were they were deserve it. And if you look at the the team as well, another thing uh, we need we had to bear in mind is that you know um, the the fact that 
um, the French team was very young, 24 years of old, uh, 24 years of age. Uh, they they accounted for about 60, all in total, 68 selections, yeah. an average of 4.5 per player. Whereas for the English, it was 300, and uh, they were really hungry. And, and yeah. you know what, Eddie Jones, maybe not Eddie Jones, but his his team, you know, forgot. And I think that I, I did find them arrogant and. Uh, um, a, a, a bit rude as well is that they they forgot that actually most of the players were um, the players that um, won the under twenty uh, champion World Cup yeah. in two thousand eighteen and two thousand nineteen. So they were not very well known, but this guy, man, they can play. The, the guys like Brice Dumas, Brice Dulin. And um, and and Williams as well, and well, not Williams, but uh, some 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 others, Walkie and so on. Yeah. You know, that was that was great. And seeing you know, Chalon just barge into Billy after yes. ten minutes. Yeah. Billy was oh oh, what's going on here? <laughs> I think I've seen a plane. What was that? You know, they were hungry, and they are not only they have very very strong defense, and we saw that uh, just before halftime. Yeah. They just. Uh, the English couldn't get through that fortress, that wall of uh, defense. Thank you again, Sean Edwards. And uh, but they, they were attacking as well. I say, wow! So lots of people uh, should sh- uh, should apologize. And uh, yeah, I, I, I thought they would have won. You know, I, I know I know the French. You know, never ever underestimate them. But uh, the thing and, is, and the bad. Yeah, yes. sorry. The thing is, Veronique. The only teams that beat England are teams that front up to them. You know, they're they're bullies in the nicest sense of the world. So you have to match them physically. And there aren't many teams in the world that can. France and South Africa are probably two teams that can. And France really fronted up physically on Sunday. And that, that made all the difference, I think. Yeah, but one thing as well that uh, Fabien Gatian staff, you know, did really, really well was that they were they were very analytical. They didn't have much time. They had yeah. like again they, 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 that team only started playing two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, they use a very a brilliant strategy and tactics, and they they, they they went for it. And you know why they were successful is because you know basically an English game never changes. It's I'm afraid predictable yeah. now. Yeah. So there was no 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 there were no major surprises. So they, they again the, there was a, a strike. A stroke of genius, you know, from from uh, from Fabien Gatti, and now you know he's got. He will have the issues of mm, which player should I use? You know, should mm-hmm. I use Boutier or Ramos? I mean, or should I use uh, other players? You know, that that really uh, that were that, that you know that took the limelight. Like um, who was that back? You know, number fifteen. Yeah. Oh, it would get back to me anyway a bit later. But yeah, that was that was a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant game. And you know, I was so pleased as well to see some some newcomers like Gabin Villiers. You know what? He has never scored a try <laughs> in um, in in the top fourteen. But uh, the the game before, he, he did it. You know, there's so much so much talent. That's incredible. So anyway, so that's yeah. I, I was I was pleased. So, but uh, yeah, you are lucky. I could they didn't win because I, that means you know you. I don't have to sing. What about the what about the other games? Yeah, Wales, uh, a win for Wales. You know, what's been a, an awful year when you think they've only beaten Italy and Georgia, the only two teams they've beaten this year. But they beat Italy 38-18 in Finetley. 
They raced into a 14-0 lead, but some old habits came back and Italy clawed their way back. But I think what was encouraging for Wales was the performances of Talupe Falatau and Justin Tipperick, who were absolutely outstanding. And, you know, with the Six Nations not too far away, now it'll be interesting to see um, what happens next. Um, their first game up is against Ireland. Um, Ireland will beat Scotland 31-16. I thought Scotland started really well, but they got a yellow card and then Ireland scored three tries in 13 minutes. So um, so that was the end of it, really. Scotland conceded 13 turnovers and gave away 15 penalties. So, um, you know, you're not going to you're not going to win games w- with that sort of uh, that sort of stats. But I think we were all delighted you know, finally to see Fiji in action. And um, what a thrill that was. All right. It was in the rain at Murrayfield, but they uh, Fiji, they beat Georgia 38-24. Uh, six tries for Fiji, three tries for Georgia, hat-trick for Nandolo. And, you know, it's just so nice to see the Fijians. They really are a, a breath of fresh air, aren't they? And it was, in fact, 423 days since their last international match. So, um, yeah, great to see Fiji back. And, you know, wonderful, wonderful weekend of, of rugby. So the question is, do we still want to have a a COVID Cup next year? Hopefully not a COVID Cup. No, well, they won't because England have already announced their Autumn Internationals uh, next November. They're playing, I think, South Africa and Australia and a Tier 2 nation. And Scotland have also announced their opponents for November. So this is purely a one-off one-off cup. And unless we get another pandemic, please, God, no. Um, so, yeah, we'll be back to the normal Autumn Internationals against Southern Hemisphere teams in 2021. The positive thing was for Les Bleus, you know, it was a, an occasion yeah. for them to practice and, and to shine and to show the whole world, you know, what uh, France has been missing the last, in the last, uh, since 2011. Yeah, so it's like having a breath of fresh air. Champion Cup starts this weekend. Mike. Yes, it's um, a lot of French Clubs involved, of course. Um, yeah, rugby now is uh, on the treadmill, isn't it? It lurches from one competition to the other. The French team's in action on Friday night. Uh, Bordeaux are away to Northampton Saints. That's at 5.30. And Ulster are at home to Toulouse at 8 o'clock. On Saturday, Bristol, they face Clermont. That's at 1pm. That's live on Channel 4, by the way. Toulon are at home to Sale at 3.15. Montpellier, well, they've got a tough task, haven't they? They've got Leinster at home at 6.30. And Edinburgh face La Rochelle at 8 o'clock. Then on Sunday, there's even more rugby. It's Lyon, they're at home to Gloucester. And finally at 4.15, Racing face Connacht. And of course, the Challenge Cup. We've got some action in there on Friday night. Start from say they're at home to Bennett and Treviso, and Leicester at home to Breve. Then on Sunday there are three games involving uh, French clubs: Agen, bottom of the top fourteen, they're at home to Lon- London Irish, Ospreys, uh, they're at home to Castra, and finally Poe they face Worcester Warriors at nine o'clock. So a uh, packed weekend of rugby. 
We are really, really <laughs> spoiled, you know, really, really good. In terms of win, you know, personally, if I look at the team, you know, I think my gut feelings and following research I've done, I think uh, Toulouse should bag it. Oh. Because the full the full squad is back, uh, Dupont, Dumas, and they were exceptional in top fourteen, you know, la, last week. For me, it's a, it's a no brainer. Uh, Northampton Bordeaux Bordeaux, uh, it would be tight, would be tight. Bristol Clermont, uh, Bristol Clermont. Um, I was actually I was a guest at our um, Bristol podcast uh, podcaster friend, which is called Bear okay. Beyond, Beyond Angle. What is it called, Bear? I should know. Bear, with a, bear with a sore head. No. <laughs> beyond, oh, beyond the bears. The bear, okay. Beyond the bears. Yes. And um, yeah, they asked me, you know, my, my opinion. I, you know, Clermont is a tough cookie, but I think Bristol can make it. They have, they will have, gosh, they will have, they will have the wonder kids, you know, from, um, from, um, from Saracen, Max Malines, uh, Ben Earl. And of course they will have a, um, semi, semi back, back from 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 Fiji. Uh, I, I, so I think it's going to be very interesting game. Do you know who's um, refereeing that it's good, game? It's, it's good. <laughs> I know, I know our best friend. Mr. Yes. Grace will be refereeing that one, so he'll uh, be back in touch with some of his French friends. I think it's going to be to me. You know, is 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 referring will be on the, the spotlight. So I think I'm going, it's going to be extremely cautious this time. Time so, uh, and the other games, you know, Toulon, sir, I see Toulon yeah. winning, and Montpellier, Montpellier, Leinster. I like the, the look of Montpellier. Montpellier did really well in top 14 last week. They won, you know, they, they're getting they have all the international back now as well. So, I, um, uh, yeah, I, I see Do it regarding really? the Challenge Cup. Challenge Cup is a bit more yeah. difficult. Um, but definitely some interesting, interesting games. You know, I really, really some uh, cherish. You know, in terms of what we can yeah. see, you know, it's going to be hard to decide the ones. Um, yeah, Challenge Cup. You know, I, I would love Brief to win, but uh, I would be a shock. You know, if if uh, if, if if you know if they win, I see I see Leicester winning. But you never know because Wigglesworth cannot play for one yeah, month now. Yeah. So, <laughs> so maybe it's a blessing in disguise. So, okay. And what's your thoughts, you know, regarding the uh, Challenge Cup? And yeah, it's going to be an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, uh, you know, Leinster is such a difficult side to beat. I think Leicester and Toulouse, you'd probably look at the, the outstanding sides in the Champions Cup. But Racing, again, they, they're never too far away are they if they, if they hit some form uh the challenge cup well you know you look at those teams and you think it could really it could really go anywhere couldn't it um start francais maybe they they've been hitting some form um be nice to see uh, ospreys uh, try and get some decent performances together from a from a welsh point of view but yeah you know it's a fascinating fascinating tournament and uh you know, Scarlets and Toulon are drawn in the same pool again for what must seem to be like the fourth or fifth year. And there's a real bond now between the Scarlets fans and the Toulon fans. They all welcome each other and and socialise when they go there. You know, one of the one of the great sides of rugby. So it's so a long way that continue. They are wonderful. I had a wonderful time, you know, with the Fils de Besain, the Fada, the the Toulon. Yeah, really, really yeah. welcoming. Great supporter club over there. So let's see.
Putin. Still Tom Putin. Yeah, you know what? Games uh, took place as usual. There were no cancellations. Yeah, this week. But majority of the teams, you know, that won, uh, that were playing away, um, got the win. You know, so, so you had more. Um, the, the first game was Clermont versus Montpellier. And I was very pleased. I saw our friend Guillaume Guirano. Oh, the good. At last. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> he was absolutely gutted, you know, the, the week before when he lost, I think, by just a few points. And he said in French, okay, he said, oh, some fishy. <laughs> <laughs> that means it's rude. I mean, it's a slang. And it's, oh, it really yeah, pisses yeah. me off, you know. Um, you know, he, he was gutted. So they regrouped and, yeah, they, they, they got the win. I was, uh, I was pleased for them. Um, then there was Bordeaux, um, Bordeaux Racing. Yeah, um, Bordeaux 12, Racing 92-17. A try for Teddy Thomas, who has uh, used up all his international quota. And four penalties for Machineau for uh, Racing and four penalties from Botica for Bordeaux. So uh, a good away win for Racing. Excellent. And that reminds me, you know, I forgot to mention for Clermont versus Montpellier, there were no tries yeah. scored. Yeah. You yeah. know, which was a real one. Five penalties for, from Lopez and seven penalties from wow. Fourson. I was, that was just uh, uh, yeah. a funny one, funny one. But uh, anyway, and uh, yes, all the international way back for Montpellier. So we got the likes of Williams, Vincent, Rates. Yeah. Uh, Mohamed Was, so they are, yeah, and they are in a strong shape. So I think that uh, Altrad owner, you know, will uh, start getting a bit happier and will start yeah. seeing some of his uh, ROI <laughs> back. Uh, Aja versus Brive, yeah, one of my, one of my favorite. I really like Aja. Um, uh, Aja and Brive as well. Both, both of them, you know, I like them because they are number yeah. 13 and 14, yeah. bottom of the, uh, Bottom of, of the of the league. Um, so it took place in uh, Stade Armandie. Modest win for uh, for Agen. It was you know the Agen is currently suffering a lot. I'm afraid they only had they they lost all the games so far since the beginning. And next week they're playing against Rachel, so it's going to be very tough, very tough, very tough gig for them. Brief um, won that one, didn't they? Brief played. Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. But it could have gone either way towards the end. Within the last okay. twelve minutes, they were more or less the same level, but brief were just a bit stronger. Um, so the score, final score, was six yeah. to fifteen. Brief was happy, but they celebrated in a modest way because they are aware that you know they are not that far behind from Aja. Um, so yeah, tough time for Aja. I would love to see a miracle, yeah. but. Um, doesn't look pro- too promising. Then game Bayonne versus Toulouse. Uh, Bayonne versus Toulouse, 2024. Yeah, it was number nine. Yes, Bayonne is, is really yeah. surprising me this um, this season. It was uh, they are ranked number nine, which is not bad for a smaller club. Uh, to two to to Toulouse. So uh, as I said, the the kids, the kids, the boys are back <laughs> in town. <laughs> Tamak and Ramos and Dupont. Dupont was elected the 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 player of this weekend because of one of his wonderful okay. try again. So a thing of beauty. Then we had Lyon versus Rennes. Yeah, La twenty Rochelle. close what game, twenty-two eighteen to Lyon. Two tries for Lagrange for uh, for La Rochelle and a single try for. Um, uh, Lyon from Mignot 
But yeah, uh, a close win. But, uh, you know, La Rochelle, a tough team to beat home and away. So I think Leon will be very pleased with that. Yes. Then there was yeah, Paul another, another close oh, one. 0-13, 17. Um, Castro actually led 17-3 at half time, so Poe did come back the second half. But uh, you know, Poe have been doing very well at home lately, so um, they'll be a bit disappointed with that defeat. But uh, Castro will be will, will be very happy indeed. They've got a brilliant player, you know, they've got Astoy yeah, right now. He's, yeah. he's and finally, player. sorry, finally, the another yes. even closer game. Uh, Stade Francais 24, uh, Toulon 23. Um, 15 points from the boot of Segons for uh, Stade Francais. Uh, two tries each uh, for, for both teams. But uh, a one-point win for Stade Francais, which they'll be delighted with. interview as i mentioned to you i will speak with a person who is responsible you know to uh, recycle um uh, rugby balls for uh, to help the charity of serge betson so i thought that it was a wonderful um idea you know if you could you know purchase you know some of uh, the items you know uh, uh, rugby aficionados from 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 his side but uh, let's listen to what he has to say Today, I'm really pleased to be able to speak with Yonel. Yonel is actually is a rugby teacher in a lycée in Paris who works for the recycling operation called Recycling Rugby, which basically, you know, repair and uh, recycle rugby balls for wallets, kits, travel bags. And it's all for the benefit of Serge Betsen Academy which is a humanitarian association working uh, in Cambodia. So, um, Lionel, tell me more about uh, this association and about your role at Serge Betsen Association. Yeah, uh, hello to, to everybody. Um, I used to, to be a friend uh, of Serge about uh, 30 years ago. We met together in the museum. And um, after his um, uh, longer career, um, I go back uh, to um, uh, in contact with uh, him uh, to do some something with uh, in um, Cameroon Foundation, as you said, and uh, as a voluntary. But I also want to uh, um, uh, involve my um, the children who I teach in the, in this year in, in suburb of Paris. Uh, so we do, we make some different projects about uh, six or seven years ago, and um, five years ago uh, we used to recycling recycle uh, some uh, used ball rugby balls and to make some uh, as you said different con con conception, and um, I think uh, it uh, 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 it makes different value because uh, uh, it teaches the children to. Some upcycling uh, notion on, um, uh, uh, in the in, in the everyday uh, life. Um, it is also uh, uh, benefit and sol solidarity and voluntary 
uh, mission because all the, as you said, also all is for um, the foundation in Cameroon where I uh, I became uh, the um, rugby management of the five center we got in Cameroon. So every year I go in Cameroon as a voluntary. And uh, uh, also all is made in France uh, in the local suburb of Massy where I teach. And um, it's good for local economy and um, to have some, uh, I don't know how to say it in English, but uh, some low uh, CO2 uh, <laughs> consumption. You, you, you understand? Yes, and it's amazing. You know, it's, it's very good because uh, you are using a small a small PME, small company that do that does you uh, the all the leathering, the recycling, and so on. And I can I've got some figures here in front of me. Since 2016, 50,000 euros have been you know uh, donated. You know thanks to that uh, as activities uh, to the association. Mm-hmm. Um, and altogether, I think you worked on. You recycle more than 4,000 rugby balls, so amazing, really good. Not only it's good for the environment, but it's very good as well for the association, uh, Serge Betsen Academy mm-hmm. uh, in Cameroon, which uh, helps thousands of kids you know, every year uh, through education and, um, and healthcare. Um, and Serge shares you know the his love of rugby to to the kids in in Cameroon over there as well so it's ab- absolutely amazing so what do you do what kind of uh, what do you do with the rugby balls oh diff- kind of yeah yeah different uh, confection as a, a toiletry bag uh, pencil case and bag wallet and uh, different different bag uh, some some small um, some um, like on bag and some uh, uh, travel bag where um, uh, big like uh, uh, cases, uh, no different different thing. And uh, uh, last thing we we just done uh, d- during the lockdown uh, uh, about uh, three three months ago, and in, in the Lyceum, uh, this is some uh, little I don't know the word in English porte-clés. Uh, uh, yeah, that's it. You put your keys on. And uh, and they they are made uh, only by the children. All are made in in um, in this. I, I I don't put any picture on Facebook uh, yet, but I will do in the in the next day. And for example, uh, the children make them one or two for the family, and the other was made for the um, uh, foundation, Sersbetson uh, Academy, right? And, and for 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 what you said just before. About uh, uh, four thousand balls are true, and um, we mentioned that uh, with the uh, under twelve team, uh, they made them uh, calculate how much um, uh, poubelle. What do you say, poubelle? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, it made, and it was about uh, twenty um, meters, cube meters. I don't know, <laughs> and they 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 find that it is nothing uh, for. 4,000 uh, balls only to, but I, I tell them that uh, uh, 20 uh, meters of uh, bins uh, who, who don't go uh, out is very good thing, very good action. I hope you understand. I hope you understand what I said. Yes, yeah, it's, 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 um, it's good, good information to have 
And uh, in terms of how we can order, you know, some present for Christmas, <coughs> Christmas just down the road, you have a website, you've got a site on Facebook, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is called, it's called Recycling Rugby. That's it. That's it. And you can... At Recycling Rugby, so people can just look for it. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I got in touch with you is because, you know, I spoke with Serge Betsen two weeks ago on my podcast, and he mentioned uh, your association, your the your recycling, you know, um, activities, mm. um, using rugby ball. And so that was amazing, you know, obviously, because you are doing that for, for charities for a good cause. And also there was a, a page, uh, there was an article in Midi Olympique on the 5th of December, um, which is, yeah, which is this week, which was about uh, recyclage et confection, une voie éducative et solitaire. So it was about recycling and what you're doing, you know, with the, with the leather rugby balls. And it's uh, educational and it's, um, it, it shows you some solidarity as well, you know, for, to help all those people. And it's all the, the ethos of uh, Serge Petsen Academy. It's about giving back something to the community, you know, thanks to thanks to the love of rugby. So, kudos, congratulations to you, to uh, to uh, Serge, and also to the uh, lycéen, you know, to the section of uh, let's not forget the college. College Denis Diderot. Yeah, yeah. In Massy, uh, it is about uh, 15 kilometers in the suburb of Paris, in in the south of Paris, right? Amazing. So one question regarding the French rugby. What did you think of the game? What do you think about Les Bleus? Are you uh, optimistic? But this is uh, since about uh, the last World Cup, it's about uh, um, French team, revival French team. Okay, yes. and, and I think uh, uh, the future uh, or future will be better because there is enough uh, youth Uh, some of them uh, play in my lyceum, okay? Uh, Which one? Uh, Jordan Joseph, you will heard about him. He was the captain of the um, uh, under-21 who, who, who wins the World Cup last, uh, last edition, uh, for example. And um, Sekou Makalu play in Massey too. All right, Sekou Makalu play against, um, against England last weekend. And uh, Yakuba Kamara also. Uh, Julien Delbuy, uh, he didn't play, but he was in the, in the start, in the group. And all of them, uh, the elder uh, should be about 24. So uh, uh, the future belongs to, to them. I think so. But you can... Yeah, last time, for um, the story, last time uh, Serge Betsen came in, in Massey, Uh, to watch the team play, I, 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 tell, I tell him, just look at these guys. It was Sekou Makalu, okay? And he scored a try. It was a good, good, good player. And I think, don't, don't, uh, uh, don't hesitate to, to, to follow him. It, it will be a great one. And I think we, we I, I, I don't uh, miss myself on, on this time, all right? You were so correct. Hey, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. I know you have to go and pick up your kids now. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> We got ready. <laughs> Thanks for all, Veronique. Thanks for all. It was a pleasure too. And again, yes, for our listeners, Lionel, is that 
uh, I'm going to place an order, that's for sure. No, if they want to uh, to buy some really cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, items, you know, um, uh, made with rugby balls, you know, the, your Facebook site is recycling. Oh, First lesson. I thought I was going to get away with it this week. <laughs> okay. Well, see, you can oh, never get no, away from true. me. That is very true. They used to call me La Panthère when I was working with my Call you what? Uh, is that pla- is that rude or no la panther oh okay panther. sorry sorry panther yeah yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay, not okay. The pink i'm going to be not quite <laughs> um so how do you say again revision time how do you say a winger allier an allier very good not a swinger but a winger very good. Three quarter. Troisième uh, ligne or something. No? Not bad. A close. Twaka. Okay. Yeah. And third row. Oh, that was the it. back row. Yeah. Troisième. How? Sorry. Give, tell me the pronunciation. Troisième. Troisième ligne. Yes. And an easy one. How do you set a mole? What, like it buries in the ground? With the nuts. <laughs> a mole. A mole. I don't know. I can't say a mole. Le mole. M A U L. You animal know what that I mean. Digs holes in the ground. No, sorry. Um, mole. Mole um, is la mole. No? Le, yeah, le, le, le mole, actually. No. I don't know why. I we, always get the le. Yeah, le mole. We, we could. Yes, we put, yeah, we, we uh, masculinize it. Okay. Good time. No, it's not. I'm me. sorry. I've been so busy this week. Uh, I really haven't found a joke. And, uh, yeah. Oh, so really? I, I, you'll have to say, I'll have to owe you one for next week. Okay. Okay. Oh, I've got to re easy one <laughs> everybody know that one it doesn't matter i, I won't offend too many people except Welsh, the, um... yeah, I know. <laughs> oh. no not the Welsh, oh, except okay, the new zealanders okay. yeah, this time <laughs> so two tangan two fijian and a samoan walk into a bar the barman says well done on your selection for the all black rugby world cup squad cup lads <laughs> is that it is that the, oh, yeah. yeah, it's very good. Yeah, yeah, well, it's very topical, very topical <laughs> with residency and stuff. Yeah, yeah I like it, I like it. Okay, okay, another one for you. Um, there is a fine line between success and failure in international rugby. It's called. I don't know. Head Hadrian's oh, wall. That's that's all the Scottish <laughs> listeners <are> unsubscribing <laughs> now. Then. <laughs> <laughs> that's it i hope you enjoyed our podcast rugby yes friends. just one thing to make you aware monday is the uh rugby world cup 2023 pool draw in paris so look out for that on the um, world rugby website i'm sure it's being screened uh live so we'll have uh 
we'll look back on that next week and it'll be great to see who France, Wales, England, who they all get. Um, can't wait. It's going to be a great, great uh, announcement. I'm sure that uh, hopefully we won't have a too much of a difficult pool. That's all I can, I can hope. But uh, yeah, we should be in good hands. So, oh, you never. I'm sure Wales, Wales and France, you know, might meet. You never know. Oh, what yeah, do you think? I mean, Wales always get a tough pool, don't they? We always get the pool of death every time. So, but the way Wales are playing at the moment, you know, <laughs> I, I worry about if we get uh, if we get Tonga in it. To be honest, so. Let's just keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. So, rugby friends, I hope you will have a great, great rugby fest um, weekend. We'll see whether I'm right or wrong, you know, with all my prediction. And uh, yeah, have a great weekend. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.